What's up, guys? This is QC Javi, and I'm a content creator and also a PVA member from North Carolina. This is VS Podcast. Let's go! Hola amigos de Pancho Villas Army, aquí su sargento, back with another episode of Villas Podcast. And I'm G, how is everybody? How are you my friend? Oh, this is like so me, right? Like, that's your That's your tag, that's that's just G right there. Right? If you were a wrestler... You'll be coming <laughs> in like, in the quadrilateral, My gosh. I, my mustache has been, I need to get more wax, but I would be doing this as I come on stage. Yes, exactly. That's yours. But it's long enough, you know, that's all, yeah, but I just need to put the wax. Yeah, but you need to do like the little, the little curly churro. thing. Yeah. Churrito. El churrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But G, um, ha- glad to have you back. I'm not going to lie. I'm back. You missed you know, me. Nothing wrong with the coronel. He's all right. He's okay. But you, I mean, come on. You're you're the you're the varsity. He's the JV. You're the you're, you're the major league baseball. He's a minor league baseball. I mean, don't tell him I said that. But. Stop it, coronel. We love you. <laughs> well, let's relate it to soccer. He's ML. You're MLS, and he's a USL, right? I mean, what? <laughs> what? Okay, you're Liga MX, and he's uh, the. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know, I just, oh yeah. I poked the bear a little bit there. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, Gee, um, how you been? We missed you in in Pasadena, in California. Yeah. We, you know, we tried a little bit, try to get you over here. I was like this close. I'm not going to lie, but I, I mean, if you know, you know, I if I lived still in Mexico City, it would have been easier. But unfortunately, I'm not there anymore. So traveling is tricky because I have to go fly from here to Mexico City and Mexico City to LA. So it's very expensive and it's a lot of um you know it's 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 hard but i'm going to try i promise you that i'm going to try to be there at one game at some point yeah. no more than one game several more times. than a, no I, I need to be there like I, I need to be like um getting my footage and my pictures and everything on my own like i have i have to do that i have to be there yeah. no I, again i'm not gonna lie you were missed i was there trying we, we, we were still in contact by the way amazing job in your post and keeping everybody in the know i think we did. You did a good job. We we did a good job partnering and creating. What is yes. it? What is it like being a PVA member in these games? And, yes, uh, we, all you know, the we PVA experience, of, right? Uh, and we got a lot of folks, you know, really getting that experience. And you know, your reels and everything. I, again, thank you. And members, let us know if you like them. Please comment. Let us know what your thoughts are. You know, give some G some love and and <laughs> what she does. She does a lot for us. Um. All right, G. All enough. Right. Enough of us. Let's talk about our guest. So our guest, uh, again, he comes from um, all the way from North Carolina, and I had the pleasure of finally meeting him in person. Not only that, I've been trying to get him on the pod several times. Um, not going to lie, he was kind of disappeared a little bit. I'm like, Javi, where are you? Hello, Javi, <laughs> where'd you go? And, and he's gone. He's, I'm like, dude, then all of a sudden I meet him in person, and I finally just said, hey, dude, you're coming on. That's it. You know, it's happening. And he's here. We finally got him. I mean, he's a busy finally. guy. Finally. So you know him from all his videos, super content creator. Um, he covers not only La Liga you know, Mexico and PVA, but he also covers a lot of stuff around the Charlotte MLS team as well. Uh, 
But not only that, he also covers a lot around food. This is how I got hooked with him, man. Oh my gosh. The guy makes eating food super delicious. Um, that, that sounded kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> he makes food he makes like hot. food like hot, like <laughs> sexy. Like, well, very delicious. Uh, <laughs> that's how I first got exposure to him. I saw him at the games, and then finally I met him. So let's give a warm Vias podcast welcome to QC Javi. Welcome. Yay! Hey, what's up? Oh my Hi, god. Javi. How are you? Hey. Listen, if I get too loud, just just tell me to calm down a little bit, okay? Um, but I'm excited to be here finally. Listen, I put some decoration up. Real I saw quick, that. Representing saw that. uh for the crown, you know? I see that, man. I see that in two. I imagine you were super pumped when they finally, you know, announced that they had a team. I see you partnering a lot with Chico, our our captain out there. He's uh he's super super active, but all right, Javi, let's get right to you first, man. If people let's that go. don't know you, Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? So I was born in Guadalajara, Jalisco. I came to the U.S. when I was 10 and have been here since. But, you know, uh, soccer has been in my blood. Big Chivas fan. Oh, and, my um, God. Yeah. I love yeah. you even more, Javi. Listen, <laughs> I almost wore my Chivas jersey because I was like, I don't know if, if the Mexico one is, is proper enough for this. Me too. But yeah. And I was like, no, but this is like, we're almost on the World Cup. Blah, blah, blah. I should wear like something like very, you know? But yes, okay, so let's pretend everybody's wearing Chivas here. And okay? pretend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, look at that, oh. like magic. Javi. Oh my God, look at this. Where's yours, bro? Uh, unfortunately, mine couldn't, I couldn't make magic. I couldn't. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Oh, dude, how disappointing, man. The power of television fails us again. Uh, all right. I know. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> so let's go back. You're from Guadalajara. You're a Chivas fan. Um, you came to the U.S. when you were 10. Mm-hmm. And did you, did you initially come, you know, move to North Carolina? Or what was your first stopping, stopping ground? Yeah, so my mom has cousins and uncles that live in Asheville, North Carolina. And that's kind of how we... We found our path here. Um, Asheville's about two to three hours from Charlotte. And then a year later, we wanted more of the city life. Uh, obviously coming from Guadalajara, we were used to a, a, a bigger city. So we came to Charlotte and been here since then. Wow, that's awesome. So what was, mm -hmm. the, biggest, what was the biggest thing that you missed from you know being 10? I mean, you definitely remember a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you remember, I mean, that's like the best years to be a kid in Mexico and Guadalajara. You probably did a lot going out, fireworks, mm -hmm. you know. All so this one thing that I've always said is that whenever we moved here, I miss going to La Tiendita in the corner, going and playing maquinitas, you know, because I was a huge fan of playing maquinitas and video games and stuff like that. Because during that time, we couldn't afford like a PlayStation or anything. So I would always go to La Tiendita and play Street Fighter, King of Fighters, and all those games, you know? So it, it, that was me, my vicio at that time. So that's what I missed the most, um, just having that accessible walking distance. You know, it's not the same here, because in the US, you just got to drive everywhere. Yeah, yeah, got to drive everywhere. Gee, is that kind of your memory too, growing up in Mexico? I don't know if you were into the, into the video juegos or the arcades. Not really, but uh, can you hear me? 
yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Not not really, but I do get that. Like my cousins and my brothers, they were like, okay, we are back from school. We're just like eat really fast and go to la tiendita and get some papitas and go to las maquinitas. Like, yes, of course I can mm -hmm. relate. Of course I can. Oh relate. my gosh. So what I miss, <laughs> what I miss is always, I mean, you know, you when you're in Mexico, when you when you get a soda in a bag of uh, in, in, a, a, in, a in bag, a bag in a plastic bag, a and yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, those huge fan of that. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Speaking of of a foodie, so you've been here since you were ten, and what, what you know, you've been here now what five years? You're fifteen now. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, I'm actually thirty three. So I've been here for for a little bit now. Pretty much grew up in Charlotte. That's why I've adopted it. Not necessarily as my birthplace, but it's definitely my city. Um, I've grown with it. Charlotte has changed in the last, even in the last five years, Charlotte has grown so much that I, I've adopted it for myself. And now, you know, I represent it everywhere I go. And that's why it's part of my name also. Um, QC stands for Queen City, you know, which that's what Charlotte is. It's funny because I was talking to some friends yesterday and here in Charlotte, everybody understands that QC stands for Queen City. But when I went to LA, like last week, um, I had a situation with Javi, the PVA Los Angeles captain, where his neighbor asked what QC stood for. And Chico was there at that time. And, and Chico's trying to do his best to explain, like, he's QC, like, you should know him because he does blogs and photos and all these things. And, and she still didn't understand. So she's like, what's QC stand for? Like, is it quality control? <laughs> and then it was so late and, and it clicked right there that I was like, oh, wow. People from LA or from, from this, this side of the country have no idea what QC is for because they don't hear Charlotte as it is. Yeah. Not even QC is going to, represent anything to them yeah. so that's one of the reasons why i'm traveling a lot more over there you know just to to bring some light to to my city over here <laughs> a little a little education but a little educate ed people yes for sure but i've adopted quality control too i'm okay with that one <laughs> i'm okay with that one too i take pride in my work <laughs> yeah i think right behind you you have a, a sign that says 300 days without an incident right and it's in yeah. every day <laughs> <laughs> every time every it, the incidents are me missing flights because i'm really good at that too <laughs> especially if you're hanging around the javi in la that guy can party man and we got to talk about that in a second oh god oh so, yeah for sure yeah so now, you know i was gonna ask that question what Q, qc standing for so that really now you know answered that question um I'm gonna for you for you it's quality control for, oh, for over me? here it's queen city okay okay got you for the non-North Carolinans. I got you. I got you. So let's just dive into more about North Carolina because I've been there um, once already. I went to, I've been to Charlotte. Love it. An awesome city. It's, you know, it, it has a, there's a lot to do there. Be, great food. Um, then I also been to Raleigh. Um, Raleigh is okay. pretty cool too. Nice, small. small it's, it's a little bit smaller than, than Charlotte, right? But a uh, cool town. What, yeah. if, if, I, if, if, if somebody were to travel there, What's your recommendation to like must do's, must goes? Like, what would you recommend people to go that's not non touristy? Like, like they're gonna get a cool experience. Um. So it's funny because we have professional sports teams for every sport, right? Football, baseball, hockey, and all that stuff. So I'm very passionate about sports overall, and our stadiums are pretty 
cool and equipped. So I always say going to sporting events is like a given. You, you're going to have fun regardless. Um, there's a lot of museums here in Uptown that, that you can check some like really, really nice art. We have some great murals. So recently we've had like a boom of local artists that just paint all over the city. There's a lot of Latinos, Colombian. There's an Ecuadorian artist that's pretty well known. His name's Nico. And you can get, find their art all over the city. So it represents the Latino culture very well, but also the African-American culture. There was a mural that was painted on one of the main streets here. Um, obviously, when, when the riots and all that stuff was happening a few years back, it, it became very emblematic. Um, we have an outdoor park called the Whitewater Center where people can go kayaking, they can go mountain biking, and it's all within like 10 minutes from the city. So it's super, super close. Um, in North Carolina, we're blessed to have mountains on one side, the Piedmont, which is like the flatland, and then we have the coast, and it's all within six hours. So if you're feeling like you want some mountains, you travel two hours out. If you want beach and ocean, you travel three to four hours, and boom, you're on the coast. So it's really cool living in Charlotte. Like it has a lot of benefits. It doesn't get too cold. Uh, so you can come here year round. That's so cool. Yeah. I need to go to Quality Cultural. I mean, Queen City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. I need to go. So, so Javi, you're, you're definitely a, I mean, you are a, an amazing advocate for your city. I love that, you know, after, you know, being there since you were 10, You've embraced that city. You're you're a big promoter of the city. That's that's really what your 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 videos, your blogs is all about is really capturing that from the food to the sports, right? But also more importantly, just the city in general. I mean, the fact about the murals. I mean, people. I think that's so cool, right? To highlight those those artists. Mm-hmm. So it is. I love it. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about your passion for for you know, said sports earlier. Let's talk about your passion for La Selección. Then let's transition there. And even of course Charlotte once it became a team, but. How did you get into soccer? Like, what was, how, how did your passion start there? And of course, I, I think I know where, but uh, go exactly. Ahead. And, and obviously, it had to start there. You know, from a young age, even before 10, obviously, before moving here, my mom and my parents would always take us to, to uh, Estadio Jalisco to watch Guadalajara play uh, way before the Omni Life and, and the new stadium and all that stuff. Um, so, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably about six and I was at an uncle's house in Mexico or Guadalajara Chivas won a championship and everybody went to La Minerva and just drove around. There were flags everywhere. So those are like my childhood memories that are so bright still in my brain. And from that point, you know, that, that was just, I, I felt like that was part of my identity of who I am. Coming to the United States, I couldn't find another connection other than the sport to be able to connect to my roots. Um, not not to, to talk too crazy, but I didn't feel that connection or that my mom was trying to teach me that when we got here because she had to work. She had to spend her time, you know, try, finding ways of feeding us, not cultivating a culture that she had left behind. So it... I had to take charge somehow at my young age to be able to embrace my Mexican culture. And soccer was that. I would go, not only as a Mexican, I was already like tagged as like, oh, you're a good soccer player. So when I came to Charlotte, it was kind of a given that I had to play soccer in middle school and in high school, so I did. 
um, I started playing tennis at the same time, and I became better at tennis. Um, but because I went to college at a community college, I didn't continue it and just kind of let it go. But the love for the sport is love for my country, and I just embrace it and, and continue to do that for for till now. You know, so it's it's something that's more than a sport to me. It's a connection to my culture. So I, I try to uh, share as much as I can because I know it's very accessible to people instead of trying to educate them on other levels. I mean, there's everybody knows that soccer, that Mexico is a soccer country. Yeah. Javi, eso es, digo, voy a hablar en español porque eso es muy, muy, muy powerful lo que acabas de decir porque es justamente lo que nosotros tra tratamos siempre de, de ilustrar con PBA, ¿no? Es como esa conexión con, con México, digo, al final lo que mucha gente tiene en común o lo que intenta rescatar muchas veces porque pues falta tiempo, porque a lo mejor estás intentando ganarte esa vida, porque estás haciendo cualquier cantidad de otras cosas más que cultivar esa, esa herencia cultural y lo único a lo que regresan siempre todos los paisanos es al fútbol. O sea, es como el punto de encuentro, es como el punto de encuentro y qué, qué bonito lo dijiste porque era así, yo tuve que hacerlo por mí mismo, o sea, yo tuve que, mi mamá estaba ocupada, mi mamá estaba encargándose de nosotros y esto, entonces yo mismo tuve que abrirme paso para poder recuperar esa herencia, ¿no? Entonces, qué bonito y qué padre, y estás, acabas perfectamente de ejemplificar el, 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 la razón de ser de PBA. Exacto. Sí, no, y, y, y sabes, yo conozco muchísima gente que no necesariamente se conecta o, o quiere o tiene el deseo de conectarse, pero yo tuve la, la oportunidad o, o tal vez des, des, no sé, la mala suerte de venir tan joven que yo no pude realmente conectarme con mi identidad en México, pues porque yo era muy niño. Entonces acá me exponen a una cultura pues media aburrida americana que no es lo mismo, ¿me entiendes? Eh, aparte que yo no estoy en, un, en una ciudad como Los Ángeles que pues ahí mantienen o hasta crean nuevas tradiciones y acá donde yo estoy pues no somos un, un grupo mayoritario y aparte pues no solo son mexicanos, acá hay colombianos, venezolanos, ecuatorianos, salvadoreños, de todos lados, entonces estoy expuesto a una cultura más latinoamericana, donde pues en algún momento si se me pega un acento, no sé, venezolano, pasa, ¿me entiendes? Y es muy, muy común, pero al final del día, yo cuando cumplí una, una mayoría de edad, yo empecé a viajar a México para descubrir nuevos lugares, nuevos países, nuevos estados, eh, que no solo fueran Guadalajara. Entonces, hay una lista inmensa de, de estados que he conocido en los últimos años, eh, que no sé si han, han visto en mi contenido. Acabo de regresar de Oaxaca porque fui al Festival de la Guelaguetza, que de hecho, y porque estamos en el, en el tema, me tatué un Quetzalcóatl ah, y un uh -huh, jaguar. Eh, obviamente... Tú sabes que el Quetzalcoatl ahorita representa tanto con la selección, con los uniformes. Entonces sentí que mi viaje a Oaxaca necesitaba hacerlo todavía más emblemático porque me enamoré de esa ciudad y pues estoy enamorado de mi cultura y, y de mi país. Ya, yeah. y hablando de otro nivel de, 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 de comida también en Oaxaca, es otro nivel. Me imagino que comiste muy bien. Was... Sí, 
Si tú ves, estos cachetes son de pura comida, no, 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 es, no es la cámara. No es natural. Blame, it, blame Oaxaca for this. Sí, literal. For real. That's awesome, Javi. Well, again, this is what TV is all about. Well said. You know, this is what our podcast is all about. Cada vez, you know, we learn something new about our members. You know, things that we had no clue. You know, we see, we see you on blogs. We see you in person. But we just don't know until, you know, just that reaction. That was priceless when you said, well, how did you went? <laughs> yeah but uh so yeah again if you if, if, if you haven't noticed i mean if you're watching this do definitely follow you know javi i'm a big fan of his i i love his energy um you know plus it's very educational in a way that it makes you feel like it, it makes you want to go do this you know we just heard him explaining quinn city and then gavi is already like i want to go like yes I mean, <laughs> when's the next flight so dude, yeah, you're, yeah. A, you're great at, sell, at, at, at promoting and encouraging us to try new things Thank you. Please, please come. You guys can stay at my house. I live here in the city. You guys can see the skyline and everything. Yes. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I put those down in writing, G, so we know where to go. And yes. Where. No, that, this is recorded. I mean, it's yeah. here it's, for... It's, it's, it's a binding it's contract. It's here forever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um. Well, let's talk about... So, yes, you you know, you, you, you transitioned now. You, you embraced your culture. You, you, know, you took it upon yourself. I love that. You're really good at soccer and tennis and all that. When did you start falling in love with La Selección now? Like, how did that come about? So, as a young kid on in, in Univision, sometimes that's all the games that they would show because during that time, I feel like there wasn't that much, like, uh, Mexican Liga on Yo, Univision. So, from time to time, you'd be able to catch La Selección games. When I really... When it crossed the line is when La Selección came to Charlotte in like 2013 for the first time. So that's when I was like, oh man, like I felt like I had to like make an impact on the people in Charlotte that La Selección was going to be here. So I bought pre-sale tickets. I bought tickets for my friend, my family and everything. And we just needed to be there to support. I think that was the first like real sign that soccer was huge or was going to be huge here in Charlotte because two years later they came back, you know? So then it started becoming a more common thing. And listen, people, Mexican people came from all different other states. They came from Atlanta, from Virginia, from Tennessee. They, they drove down from like even New York just to be able to catch them here. And during that time, Charlotte wasn't where it is now. So it was just an exciting time because you could you could tell that the city was going to grow, but you just couldn't really see it then. Yeah, so in that other makes words, sense. But yeah, I, I mean, say, when, when I, I saw La Selección, La Selección grew Charlotte. So thank you, Selección, for making Charlotte a big city. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, if it wasn't for La Selección, we probably wouldn't have gotten an MLS team like either this early or at all, just because yeah. they were filling up, they were selling out the Bank of America Stadium, which is where Charlotte FC plays now for friendly games against Cuba. You know, like it wasn't like a, a gold cup or anything like that. They were just friendly games, just, just to kind of test the waters, whether Charlotte was going to fill those stadiums or not. And, and we did, we did. It was huge parties all, all week. All week, all week. And Javi recorded them all. So we have them all on video. Yes, we can share that. <laughs> it's funny. 
it's funny because I do have videos of them all. Um, but I just didn't vlog at that time because I was like embarrassed of being on camera and things like that. So, so Hey, times have changed. So now everything I record, I document and I put it out, but yeah, I do have like videos from, from back then for sure. That's so crazy, man. <laughs> Gee, I don't know if I believe that. Like, Javi shy of being on camera. You're like a natural. He's right? a natural. Yeah. How could you be embarrassed of being on, in front of a camera? Oh, it's it's taken a lot of years, a lot of practice, and a lot of self. Um, I don't know, guidance, I guess, because I used to hate my voice, and you know, I used to hate my voice because growing up, everybody would make fun of it, and because it's like very high pitch y me decían chiqueado because I was a mama's boy. So it was always that, that conversation, you know, you know, you know how Mexicans are like bullies. Um, <laughs> they're the biggest bullies more than bullies at school. Yeah. So our family are our worst bullies in the family. Yeah. hundred percent. Exactly. So I hated listening to my voice or recording myself or anything like that. But as I've been creating more blogs and more content and being more on camera, I've realized that people embrace my voice and they recognize me for it. So it's very particular. So all that negative energy that I got growing up, I've turned it into, well, shit, people remember you because of your voice now. So yeah. now I'm able to be myself and hey, no judgment. Dude, and we wouldn't want you any other way, man. You, you're, We love that energy, that voice thank you. Is, is who you thank are. Thank you, thank you. I, I think, <laughs> G, let me know if this is how you think, but I think like everybody has our, we're our, we're our worst critics, especially in the yeah. beginning when you're doing something oh, like yeah. that. When you watch yourself, you're like, oh, you yeah. hear yourself, I sound like that. But once you get past that, you embrace it. This is yeah. who I am. This is who makes me who I am. And I, you know, and I love it. Sí, por supuesto, digo, yo creo que todos pasamos por esa etapa de inseguridad, sobre todo si estamos haciendo esto, ¿no? Digo, tú desde tu trinchera con tu blog y con tus posts y esto, y nosotros con el, me acuerdo la primera vez que me contactaron para entrevistarme para el podcast, porque así empezó todo, primero, ah. fue, primero fui un guest, Ajá. Entonces, así, empieza, así, así empieza todo, así, así empieza todo, spoiler alert, así empieza, uh -huh. Y, 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 y sí, al principio fue así de, oh, my God, pero, uh, y, y me acuerdo que, ah, oh, pero me tengo que hacer esto y me tengo que, blah, blah, blah. o sea, como que todo el mundo de, de repente estamos un poco inseguros, pero ya que pasas esa barrera, o sea, esa energía que tú tienes, Javi, es, esa espontaneidad, esa, es, es, esa chispa, yo creo que es la gente, lo que la gente busca y lo que la gente recuerda y lo que la gente, eh, ay, nueve, este cuate ya posteó otra vez, vamos a ver qué está posteando, o sea, ¿no? Entonces, sí. eso, 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 embrace that, and that, that's, that's, that's the coolest part, yeah. That is the coolest part, so, um, all right, Javi, I'm going to do a, an imitation of you, here we go. Oh, God. What's up, Javi? I'm Javi, how's it going? What's up, man? Welcome to my QC, Javi. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. I had it. That was it. super good. That was super good. It, you know, my voice it, hurts a little bit, but I'm good. I don't know if I can talk again. <laughs> oh, let's uh, let's do this really quick. Let's uh do this uh segment that I actually didn't think I think would be cool to do. Let's go ahead and stalk your Instagram. All right, yes. so let's do that. So I'm gonna pull oh, up wow. Instagram and just uh tell us about some of the pictures that you're that we're showing here. Cool? Okay. All right, so here, here it is. Cool. Look at that, man. Love that the logo, all that. Um, okay, <laughs> there's 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 food number one again. I tell you, he makes food delicious. Look at that. Um, I love it. That's uh, is that a, is that hot chicken? No, it's a fish sandwich. Oh shoot. So we have a restaurant over here called Showmars, 
and they they have like a world famous fish sandwich so i did a collaboration with them because they turned it into a spicy uh fish sandwich uh for the month of uh, like september and october and i went to check it out so spicy giveaway alert yeah i did a giveaway that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, again, making food delicious. I mean, look at that. There's, there's a, the, of course, the post from the LA game. Uh, yeah. You got the, the uh, you know, got some more food there. You got, you know, <laughs> showing us your, your shoes. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't know if you, if you know, but the, the collaboration with the shoes is that Adidas picked six MLS teams um, to get Adidas Ultra Boost Copa and Charlotte was picked for it and they used me as an ambassador to be able to showcase it out to people. Awesome. So that was super, super cool. All right, so here's some some of the Charlotte FC photos or videos. You, yeah. do a lot, you do a lot with them. I mean, I imagine you have a lot of good friends there. You know, again, Chico's a big one. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Chico's my family. And, and you know, Chico has a lot to do with my um, embracing of PBA and also the Mexico team. Because for the second match, when um, La Selección came to Charlotte, I found out about PBA. And I reached out and I was like, hey, oh, so that's from LA that me and Chico traveled down there for the Charlotte FC LAFC game. Um, so me and Chico are super close. He's, he's a great guy and he also does a lot for the team. Hey, look at that. <laughs> oh my god. And there's Chico right behind you with that cool mask. Yep. 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 Chico, Chico for Charlotte FC is, is like branding is La Muerte. So they embrace him. He embraces the team. Um, you'll see some of my Oaxaca since we talked about Oaxaca earlier. I mean, recently I've been traveling a lot. So I've been capturing a lot of cultural content. That's me at La Gelaguetza. Uh, with the dancers, like La Guetza is just a huge, huge, huge Mexican fiesta that's yeah. just amazing. It's a, a 10 days of just amazing yeah. culture and dances and folklore. Amazing. A lot, of, a lot of color, a lot of uh, music. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Did they, did they take you on stage to dance? Did you get to dance with them at all? No, I almost did. I was going to do that <laughs> dance, the Diablito dance, but they didn't have an extra mask for me. So they're like, nah, next year. Next year, next year. Yep. So <laughs> now they know me, though. So hopefully I get to make it next year. That's cool, bro. Ah, me encanta que en todas las thumbnails de tus fotos estás con like, o sea, yeah. I, I love yeah. that. I love that. That's yeah. me. The thing yeah, is, that, that, that's what I do. Um, and through all these years of making content, you know, I, I'll tell you how I started. So I started making content for musicians because I'm a musician as well. And I would, I, I actually went to a few award shows and I was working with agencies promoting Latin American bands and, and I'm, I'm a rock star. So I was promoting a lot of rock, Latin rock bands. And I felt like I was always chasing the content and chasing artists. So I started to feel like a paparazzi until I was like, yo, I kind of don't like being behind the camera. I need to either tighten up and be in front of the camera and be yourself and try to make a brand off of that. Or you're going to be chasing people for the rest of your life. And I made that transition and I was like, no, like if you're going to do it, you got, you might as well be who you are, be organic, be unique. Um, have a purpose and 
I'll tell you what my purpose is. My purpose is to showcase the Latino community to everybody here in Charlotte. Because like I said earlier, we're still a minority here. So there's still a lot of educating that needs to happen for the African-Americans and for the, for the white people that live here. So it, I felt like it was my duty to be able to showcase that and also give a space where the Latinos can feel identified stepping into rooms with all these corporations and all these businesses and, you know, and have somebody with energy and like some sazon because we, we lack some of that here in Charlotte. Um, and I can't, I can't add sazon if I'm just there like quiet and, and just not doing anything, you know, that's not who we are. Yeah. I think that's your, your true representation, my friend, you know, being a loud voice, being proud and, uh, you know, just, because then adding that, that sauce, that secret sauce, man, I love that. Y como dice, no, tú te fuiste de México, pero México jamás se fue de ti. No, no, no. no. Blood. It's, That's awesome. It's in, it's in my arm forever and ever. It's in your arm. I, dude, I'm still the only one that hasn't got a tattoo, G. What the heck? Oh, my gosh. Bro, it's my first tattoo, and I, I didn't realize. So I got this in Oaxaca, like I said, and I didn't realize it was going to be so big until like the day after that i was like yo what did i just do my first tattoo <laughs> and it's like my whole forearm uh but i love it though i love it looks it. Awesome. And... it looks great dude how did you find <laughs> the you. artist did you just like look around that's because kind of, for me that's the hardest part you got to find someone who's going to be legit and not butcher it because it's there so for the longest time so for all my life i always wanted to get a sleeve of um like dragon ball z because during my childhood dragon ball z was my thing um and oh when God, i came to the I US, <laughs> listen when i came to the u.s dragon ball z was what kept me kind of like a kid you know because i was i could still watch it here and i grew up listen i would go play maquinitas and then at eight o'clock when canal nueve or canal cinco would play dragon ball z i'd run to my house and i would watch it so when i came to the u.s that's the first thing that I looked for. I was like, hey, where can I watch Dragon Ball Z? And even though it was like behind, I was able to watch it in English because I didn't know a lick of English. I was able to watch it in English, kind of start processing the language a little bit. And that was also a huge part of my childhood. So I always wanted a, a sleeve, right? And I've looked for an artist for years and I, I just couldn't do it. Um, because I, it was either really expensive or they were like in England or in like Colombia where I was like, yo, I don't think I'm going to go get my first tattoo somewhere there. So because I wanted to make my Oaxaca trip special, I went on Instagram and searched hashtag Oaxaca tattoo. And I started searching and searching and searching for like a whole week until I found one that I was like, yo, this guy, like the Cheers. colors and everything. Cause I knew I wanted something in color. I was like, this guy looks like he's the right one. I'm a week <laughs> before my, I, I'm like, I have a week to plan it. Let me message him. He replies to my message. He has availability on the times that I'm going to be there. And I get there. He's like, yo, just make sure you send me a deposit. And I didn't send him a deposit because I was like, I don't know. This is kind of kind of shady. I'll wait shady. until I'm there to make sure I'm there first. Um I make it to Oaxaca. I go to the studio, which was a block away from my Airbnb where I was staying. So even that on its own was a little crazy. I go send my deposit and he's like, yo, so are you able to come in on Thursday? And I was like, yeah, that's what you told me. He's like, well, I have availability tomorrow. You want to come tomorrow? And I was like, 
well, yeah, I don't have, I don't have anything planned. I, I mean, I, I got the time. So I go in the next day. He takes an hour to design what he's going to draw. And then he took five hours tattooing me nonstop. The whole time I was just there with my arm like this. And he was like, <laughs> um, and yeah, wow. that was my, my first tattoo experience. And, and you got a big one. Yeah. You, you know, some people get a little, a little one to taste it out. You just went, let's go for it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I just, something about making that trip happen that I just felt the courage to say, nah, just, just go big because you remember your trip for the rest of your life. And what a better resemblance than to do it. Something like this. What's the name of your artist? Give him a shout out. Um, I don't even remember, bro. Because after that, like I haven't talked to him after that. So it's it's weird. It's Deno. It's called Deno Tattoo. D E N O Tattoo. I just okay. remember. I was gonna say like, <laughs> no idea. I was a stranger. I just honestly that that was all made up. I he just, just praised him and oh, what's his name? I don't remember. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I told you I found him on Instagram. I went to drop my deposit. He tattooed me, and then like that was it. Like there wasn't a conversation. There wasn't. I didn't get to know him or anything else. Except for hey, you tattooed me and thanks, and we're good. I have to come back to my to my country to to the U.S. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> and I love I love stories like that, dude. Again, those are all adventures, you know. All right, see, you gotta get a tattoo. I know, I know. I don't know when we'll figure it out. Maybe I just Instagram or someone on on Instagram <laughs> and and figure it out. Great source, great source, great source. <laughs> Social media is king. All right. Let's talk. Let's go into our um our next our next phase here, and that is puss of the week. <laughs> so I reached out to Javi and I said, Javi, give me your post of the week. I reached out to Gene, give me your post of the week, and of course I selected my post of the week. So let's go with Javi first, as he's our guest. Uh, by the way, I'm not gonna lie, Gene, this is probably my best, like, my favorite post ever at all times. All right, Javi, I'm gonna let me see. I'm going to show you the post and tell us why you selected this post and how uh, it came about. So here we go. <laughs> I told you, oh, I love it. Of course. <laughs> All right, tell us about this post. Why was this your post of the week? So, so look, being at the game at the Rose Bowl and just seeing you in person after following you for so long, I... I knew I had to get a shot of you playing that drum because I felt the passion and I felt that you embraced everybody that was around you. And I was like, yo, I gotta get him a photo of himself because you're always behind the camera, but I don't I don't know if you ever get the attention you deserve for the work you do. So I was like, yo, let me take a photo of him and then I'll send it because this friendship is real. From this point forward, like we we're we're just friends. So I, I I also picked that as my post of the week just because I think it's a great great photo. Yeah, you know, man. you're you're there with the drumsticks. Like I said, I'm a musician, I'm a drummer. So yeah, it comes for that. Thanks, man. No doubt, dude. Thank you. I didn't expect that. That I appreciate that. You know, definitely uh, <laughs> huge huge shout out. Thank you. Uh, Try not to cry here. Yeah, but... no, no crying. <laughs> but no, we've I, never I love... cried on the podcast. We've never cried. With you. Today can be the first. <laughs> Give me the first, so stop it. You're, 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 I'm, I'm like right in the cusp of about the. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, you know what? It, it's same to you, Javi. I mean, definitely been seeing you post. Like I said, dude, everything you do, you know, I love what you do, and seeing you in person has been awesome. And the, you know, when you took that photo, I was, I didn't, you know, I, I just, I, I just said, hey, what's up? I, I didn't even pose. I was all serious. I was just, I didn't even, I didn't do the Javi smile. 
Nah. <laughs> well, the thing is, we already had a photo like that, right? You took a selfie at the tailgate, and I was like, oh, no, we can't do a selfie. Let me get him in action. Yeah, let me get, and you did. You got me right there. And, and it's funny, I, I, I saw that because some of the guy, the guy that was one of the members that was drumming, he was just getting tired. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm wasted. Like, he, he was off. He's like, here, you take it. And I'm like, all right, put me in, coach. And I just took it on, man, because we had to keep that energy flowing, man. It was, yeah. it, was a, it was a tough game, right? Not to the last freaking 10 minutes or so we finally scored. It was, yep. it was in the goal we finally deserved. We haven't scored in so long. So thank you. Straight up. Yes. All right, G, you're up. Let's get your post. Let's get a little more serious. <laughs> it's just something a little more really, you know, professional. Oh, that's not it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, all right. That's mine. So, right. Charlene Corral, as you know, got called up again to La Selección Femenil. Finally, freaking finally. It took... It's been a while. It, it's been a while. It took uh, the previous uh, coach to be fired and get a new <laughs> one to get her... Yeah, to get her notice again. So, that I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I've been requesting this. I mean, who am I? But I've been requesting this like forever. Like, where is Charlene Corral? She needs to be there. And I'm sure if, if she would have been there, it would be a completely different story for the women's Mexican Mexican national team, for sure. For I sure. Mean, so the ultimate goal scorer, right? I mean, she's a machine. She's very yeah. consistent. Yeah, her and Licha. That that's like that's kind of bittersweet for me because she being called right now means Licha is not. But what? But I'm willing to let it go because I love Charlene because she's great. She's amazing. She deserves it. Period. Yeah. Well, you know, again, she she was a guest of ours in the show. Yeah. Loved her to death. She was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm a um, huge, huge, huge Charlene fan. Next time huge. we need to get her on and have you you host co host with me. That yes. would yeah. That was, she she did amazing. She was she's so humble easygoing just super amazing person overall right and she's like the og like she oh, is yeah. like you know like you yeah. think about a woman in mexican soccer and it's it's her for yeah, me she's like the, the one that started it all right like the main yeah. like one of the big big, big one uh, of the big names yeah big names yeah mm -hmm. uh that's awesome i'm happy for her yeah it's been a while right. and to your point i think it's what's been going on with the selection right like hey they're scoring goals they're they're they're, they're historic they're iconic it's like Chicharito, right? Like, what the heck? Stop it. Let's go. Get these. Get them in. We need freaking goal scores. And it, it, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't bring um, <laughs> uh, Licha. Well, why, did, why didn't they get her? Why can't she, they bring she is injured. Um, she's injured at the moment. And she's not even playing with Chivas right now. So she she has to be, like, protected. So let's uh, let's hope when she's 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 healthy again that they both get called up. And that'll be cool that would be it. amazing. Yes. That would be awesome. All right. Well, here is my post, and the reason why I'm wearing this jersey today. Well, I always wear it every day. I go to bed with it in my pajamas. <laughs> but uh, there's a new jersey for Las Chivas. Oh, and once again, another iconic green jersey. Oh I have the other green jersey. I love it. It's one of my favorite. It's my it's my my favorite Chivas jersey. This might be my second favorite, or maybe my first. I got to look at it in person. But the other one's iconic, too. New jersey came out. I love it. Love that it's green. And, you know... No offense to Puma. Puma has not done um, justice to the World Cup jerseys they made for other countries. They're pretty pretty bad. I mean, I'm, true, they're not that great. But this one and what they do for Chivas is always great. I think they always they, they somehow when it comes to the Chivas jersey, they really put a good effort and they just it's it's something I'm proud of. So 
There you go. And they're going to wear this on Saturday on the game with Cruz Azul. Right on. Yeah. And I saw that and I was super excited when I saw it too. It's beautiful. I it's want beautiful. it. Beautiful. And oh, just yeah. if anybody out there is a Chivas fan is going to the World Cup, you should get that green jersey as well. And wear Maybe. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. And take a picture and send it to us, please. Yes, please. All right, so here's here's our chat. We've been doing the post of the week now for how many episodes? Five episodes now. My challenge to everybody that's watching, start sharing, start sending us what you think the post of the week should be. Send it to G, send it to myself. Hey, send it to Javi too. Come on, he's part of this now. So um, I want you to send it to us so we can promote it and say, hey, actually this post of the week came from, you know, Tony Two Shorts at uh, Instagram, <laughs> you know. Johnny Bag of Donuts from, from Chicago. Thank you, Johnny Bag of Donuts, right? Like, whatever. <laughs> Just send it to us. Say, hey, I want this to be the post of the week. Tag us on the social media sites, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever you're using. Um, and we would be happy to highlight and select your post of the week. All right. Javi, we're going to go into our next round. And this is um, what we call Rapid Fire Questions. Yeah. <laughs> This is a whole production heavy. Yeah. I wasn't like, expecting all this. Top notch. I just like his reaction. He's like, what the heck's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> he got he got changed up. So, all right, Javi. So G and I are going to just throw out random questions your way. Don't overthink it. Just give us the first thing that comes to your mind. And we're going to go back and forth until one of us, either G or myself, can no longer think of anything else. Like we freeze or we stop, and that is it. So we're challenge. We're, we're we're giving each other a challenge. Oh, okay. Are you ready, G? So what if uh, I freeze? <laughs> uh, yeah, fail. No, you can't. You can't. There's, there's, there's you can't. No, you can't. It's just throw it out. Whatever. I don't care. Got it. Say Got it. I'm a, I'm gonna do my right. best. Here, let me. All right, you ready, G? Yes. Ladies first. Okay, ready, Javi? Yes. Favorite Mexican dish. Ah, uh, enchiladas. <laughs> what was your first job? I was a cart boy at a golf course. So I would I would drive carts to the people that would drive into the golf course and I would load their golf clubs and they would give me tips. I was in middle school, high school, and that was my first job. Nice. Um favorite color? Uh blue. Makes Especially sense. this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. All right, what is, speaking of that, what's your favorite word? What's a word that you love? Uh, dang. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's perfect. Okay, rapid fire, go. What's your lucky number? Uh, 31. What's your favorite, I know you're foodie, what's your favorite dessert? Um... Ice cream sundae, like ice cream with brownies. Ah. Oh yeah, that's good, that's good. What's your favorite emoji to use? The one with the teeth that's like this. Smiles. <laughs> 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 All right, what is your favorite store to shop at, physical store? Physical store, man, I feel like I don't even shop at stores anymore. Um, I don't know. I actually don't don't think I have a store. Um. Dang, I don't 
<laughs> we got him. All right, we'll give we'll give you a few more questions to redeem yourself. I mean, at least say Target. That's G's favorite. Come on, Target. Target. Come on. Yes. Okay. This is a yes or no. Just yes or no. Is Mexico going to a quinto partido? Yes. Look at that. Very decisive. Yes. All right. Here's one. It's gonna be controversial. I like controversial questions. Ooh. Who is your fate? Who's your best friend? Who's your, your very best friend? Uh, currently my girlfriend. Aww, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> she's watching this. How dare you pick, you know, Chona? She is, she's, she's, she's over here on the side. She's working on the computer. <laughs> good answer. Hi. Yeah, hello. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. <laughs> All right, last two questions. You can go take it okay. away. Okay. Who do we hate the most? America or Atlas? Oh, America. Okay. <laughs> all right. We all oh. have we all have addictions. We all have advice, something that we just can't help. What are you what, what are you addicted to that, that you can't help it? That it's like you collect and you you know you you indulge in. T-shirts. So one thing that, that my girlfriend has kind of pointed out to me is that I love collecting t-shirts. And the thing is, I found a value in, remember I mentioned I'm a musician and I used to follow a lot of artists. I, I love going to concerts. So every concert that I go to, I buy a t-shirt, but not to wear it, but to save it. So I have stacks of stacks of stacks of t-shirts from concerts or festivals and things that I've gone to that I haven't worn once. And she's like, why don't you just wear it? And I'm like, no. It's, it's part of my collection no. so that when no. I get older, I can go back and kind of like look at it, you know? Um, I love that. I feel like that's one way to bring back the memories of me being there. So t-shirts, I guess, have become like my addiction. Nice. I like that. That should be a song. <laughs> t-shirts, my addiction. Yeah. <laughs> so... I know we're done with the questions, but I have to know, like, which was your prize, the, the, the T-shirt that you're just like, your prize possession, like your, your one that you're just like, I wouldn't get, like, if it was a burning fire and I can only save one T-shirt, what T-shirt would that be? Um, I have a few that were like emblematic to me. So it's funny because I have an Alejandro Fernandez T-shirt from a, um, from like a Guadalajara, um, like, what what's that thing? Uh, Plaza Palenque. de Toros? Palenque. A Plaza oh. de Toros from mm -hmm. like 1999 that I haven't worn or anything like that. And because he's from Guadalajara and my mom loved Alejandro Fernandez and all, all that, you know, it's just so emblematic, especially now that I've gotten older. And my mom, I remember my mom took us to El Rancho de los Tres Potrillos one time. And again, it's, to me, it's just significant of my roots in Guadalajara. So that goes even deeper than the Mexico roots, you know? That's like right right there. Um, I also have, because I used to go to a lot of like raves and stuff like that. I have like a super old school Steve Aoki shirt that he signed before nice. he like even blew up. Wow. Um, that was also like a very, very special to me. So now when I see him playing these massive stages and I'm like, yo, like I, I knew him. I shaked his hand, we hugged and everything. It was, it's epic. He threw cake to my face. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Javi. Wow, this is good. Again, I love these rapid fire questions. Good job. You passed the test, even though Thank you, you. on one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, the store. And I, it, that's the silliest Everything's one to freeze up on. I could have just said anything. 
Yeah, just say anything, dude. Even if you said, uh, I don't know, Old Navy. Who, who would have cared? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So I know we have a few, that last section here. Um, you know, G brought up the World Cup. And you said, Quito Partido. What, what are your, what are your, I mean, you, 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 you called that out. Did you really mean that? Do you feel that this Mexico team currently has what it takes to make an impact? Um, because I know we, me and Steven talk about this. We're very skeptical. Every single time we're trying to, people are trying to convince us. What are your thoughts? It's, it's, it's a debate, right? Because we see the performance from these players in these last recent, and we, we can blame Tata all we want, but the people that are on the field are the ones that have to have that courage, that want to win. And I truly believe that once they're on the stage, they'll come out because they'll want to perform. Um, obviously, Tata has his job on the line, which also is a huge motivator, I would hope. Um, but other than that, you know, I feel like the Mexico team needs to break the curse and needs to make it to that that fifth like game and be able to just change history. Um it's it's just unfortunate that we're just so skeptical about everything happening. Um, but, you know, I feel like the other teams are also not up to their, their highest level. We Times have just changed because our standards have always been like the Brazils and the Spains and the Portugals from previous years. But maybe now we're up to the standard of these World Cup teams. And I'm sure with, with some will – and some pride, they'll they'll go out there and they'll perform. Again, another one, G. It's like it's like more and more. So it's like we got to stop being so so uh, so uh, Debbie Downers about this. So yeah, but it's hard. I mean, the game with Colombia. Oh, I mean, God, the I first half hard. was oh, like yes, we're I was winning. Like, that's the Mexico I know. That's the Mexico yeah. I know, and they're yeah. winning, and that's amazing. And then. Like, that's what it gets me, like, so frustrated because they cannot, like, keep up. And, I mean, you, you see what Argentina is doing right now. Like, they're unstoppable. And it's not even the World Cup yet. So, it's like, okay, <laughs> we're and going playing, against Argentina. against teams, right? Teams yeah. that we felt, I mean, they're destroying them. What we should be destroying, like, beating them 3-0. Yeah. But we're history, not. We but play history, them with 1-1. Or it's like, you know, it's a battle. You know, But history has... Um, told us that, that that when it's the World Cup, Mexico like somehow gets this like burst of energy and pride and ev so let's just wait and see. But now and after these two games, I mean the first one Pasadena was like okay, and the last minute it was like okay, we we made it. We made it, was, it. it was nice. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It, it, even though it's gross, it finally felt nice to get showered with beer for a while. It's been a while. <laughs> and it was. It, it, are you sure it was beer? Uh, I hope so. Was, I mean, <laughs> I tasted it, and it tasted delicious. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so thank you, Javi, for your perspective. Again, I just hope that that's the case. Uh, we know, like you said, let let them rise to the occasion. Let them bring all that that energy, that pride, that uh, whatever it is that they need to channel. Mm -hmm. and, and give us another you know epic epic uh, world cup like last last time even though we didn't go to the quito partido we still got to see an amazing performance from just another amazing uh, chucky you know before then you know it was i mean ochoa when he would you know he would make these unstoppable plays I mean, alexis it, vega he he could yeah. be he's been playing amazing yeah. Been playing amazing. yeah like like and, and before we move on i feel like the embarrassment from the colombia game should make them 
feel motivated because really to be able to lose to three goals within 10, 12 minutes in the second half, there's just no way that they can feel good about that performance, you know? Oh, I, I mean, going, I, I, going into the locker room and having that conversation had to just be so painful. It was painful for me being in the stands watching it. Yeah, I can just imagine how it was in the locker room. Yeah, how, how emoji. Was, yeah, that emoji. <laughs> how how was the stance? I mean, did you did you sense the 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 fans turning quickly? Like at first, it was probably like we're we're like in cloud nine two zero. Oh yeah, woo, we're kicking, and then. Oh, you know, like, did you see the change quickly? Super, super fast. I mean, there was there were times where the frustration made fans kind of turn into themselves um, and stopped paying attention into the game. So not to get into too much detail because it happens always, but there were a few brawls that happened in the stands between fans that were unnecessary, but that was just the frustration coming out in whichever way people could find because it was just so disappointing to see goal after goal after goal, you know? And yeah. I'm I'm going to say this. The Colombian fans are not the most quiet fans when they come back like that. So they were just rubbing it on our faces and it just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good experience. I got um, it on Twitter. Like this Colombian guy was like, ha ha ha, I was laughing now. I'm like, good dude. Calm yo, people down. that never messaged me yeah saw my post and they're like yo you went there to see your team lose and i'm like you Bro. don't even talk to me like why are you sending this to me yeah yeah i was sending that out of nowhere they all come out right like yeah seriously yep oh, but during the yeah. first half they were they were just silent they were silent um, yeah but again hopefully hopefully the team isn't proud of that performance they understand that they 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 got to level up at the World Cup, man. And yeah. you know what? I was thinking about the fact that this was probably the last game they were going to play in America. Like America. Uh, the next uh, few friendlies that are left are in Spain, I think. So they're they're not going to be like a lot of Mexican fans anymore. So in a way, they feel at home in the U.S. because it's packed with the Mexican fans and mm -hmm. uh, and and they it was like their last chance so to speak like I'm gonna be like super cheesy right now but it was their last chance to be like super like getting the energy of the fans yeah. and getting, like getting, like well, and it the second half was horrific like yeah. I was like what is happening well, they, they were saying that they were saying that in the broadcast right what this is like the first time that Mexico has ever lost a despedida Right, every despedida <sighs> that they've had, they've won, or they, 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 to a lot. they tied. They tied one, but yeah. they won all of them. The and first I've time, been to a, and I've been to a couple, and I must say, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> Just don't hate me. I'm a little disappointed because the always the 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 away games, like uh, despedida games, are always in El Azteca, and I've been to a couple of those, and now it wasn't in El Azteca, so fans were like. Yeah, well, I mean, you decided to go and say goodbye over there. So there you have it. Yeah, that is true. I saw a lot of disappointment on Twitter about that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, Javi. Let's but I'm glad I was there, though. I still had fun. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was my chance. It was my chance to be there. Me, me, me and me and you like, yeah, you know. And he goes, I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I was there, yo. I was there, yo. Yeah. You know what? I was there, yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, you know what, Javi? Love your energy, man. Don't don't ever change, dude. Always be who you are. Let's uh let's do a final final closing remarks. Um, Javi, any any shout outs, any any final closing remarks for our fans as we wrap up this uh, episode? Yeah, man. So I just want to give a huge huge shout out to the PDA family, just because I traveled from Charlotte to LA to Santa Clara by myself. Um, without a place to stay or anything. I'm I'm the biggest procrastinator that you'll find, and that's probably why I'm now on the podcast after so many months. And um, they, they made me feel welcome. They supported me. They helped me out finding a place to stay, uh, being able to travel to Santa Clara or, well, San Francisco, finding a place to stay there. So everybody from PBA um, Los Angeles, from PBA Seattle, uh, the guy from uh, Carlos from PVA San Francisco, he was driving us around once we were there yeah. uh, because the distance from San Francisco to Santa Clara is not the closest and Ubers were super freaking expensive and he wasn't even going to come to the game. He decided to to take us. Uh, he stayed with us and he was just a super good host. Um, so everybody from PVA over there definitely treated me right. So I really appreciate what they did. Um, I got to give a huge shout out to Chico and for the work that he does here in Salisbury and in Charlotte. Whenever La Selección comes, he he makes sure that he treats everybody um, as welcoming as he can. He doesn't even live close to Charlotte. He lives like 45 minutes away. And yet he is the first one here. He'll bring his kids with him. And he, he does what he has to do no matter like any objections or anything so i really appreciate chico he's a really good friend of mine and i i look up to everything that he does um so those are my my direct connections so definitely want to shout them out nice man thank you javi appreciate that uh g final closing remarks javi pues yo ya te había visto y te había estoqueado tantito en instagram previo a este episodio y soy tu fan soy tu fan declarada. Eh, qué gusto haberte conocido y haber escuchado e esa emoción y esa pasión y ese empuje que tienes, eh, eh, el que seas muy espontáneo y que seas que muy approachable. O sea, eso es, eso es, eso es padrísimo y eso, eso me encanta, sobre todo si, si, si te gusta promover la cuestión de, de la cultura mexicana y de la herencia, que eh, al, al final de cuentas eso somos. somos. Somos, we are loud, we are happy people, like we, somos muy apapachadores y, y, y tú yo creo que encapsulas todo eso muy padre. Eh, qué gusto haberte conocido. Ojalá pueda conocerte algún día en alguno de los partidos y nos podamos tomar muchas fotos juntos y podamos hacer más cosas juntos. Muchísimas gracias por haber aceptado la invitación y nos vemos muy pronto. Gracias, claro que sí. Right on, right on. Thank you. G. I can already picture that photo, that photo between the two of you. Jean's going to be doing this and I'm be like. <laughs> yeah, so I already know the photo. I already know it. Um, but Javi, de nuevo, muchas gracias. Thank you again. Uh, it's also a pleasure to finally meet you in person. It's nice to finally have you on. Let's just not be the, the last time we cross paths, we interact, we collaborate, dude. You're, you are an amazing content creator. You are, you. You, you have, you have a purpose. We can see it in your work. Um, and that, that is what's missing out there. A lot of people are just doing it, you know, for the, for the fame, for that, which again, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to get the perks, but you right. do it because you truly have a mission. You truly have a purpose and that reflects in what you do. So do keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm super Super excited and definitely, you know, your biggest fan like G, like G as well. Um, also, 
if if you were here, anybody who's listening to, this, especially like the the younger generation, right? Also to teach you, a, also to remind you, hey, there's going to be things about us that we don't like. I mean, that that's just part of being human. You know, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. But taking that energy and turning it to something positive and saying, hey, this is who I am, and I'm going to embrace it. And you know what? If you you're going to love me for it, because I'm going to just give you all of me, and that is me, and that's what you've been doing, Javi, and all, and all of us, right? So, thank you for that story. And uh, to La Selección, going into the final few preparation matches, we are going to go ahead and think the think positive thoughts like all of our guests, G. We have, we have to believe. Um, and, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, just channel that energy. Yeah, there you go, G. Keep doing harder. Um, <laughs> so thank you again all the way from North Carolina to Campeche, Mexico, and here in Phoenix, Arizona. Es Sargento. Hasta la próxima, amigos. Bye bye. You have access to a jersey really quick. Let's do that again and then go and then you guys get your jerseys on and I can edit that. Oh yeah, and we can like boop. Yeah, we'll get it right now. And Me then we'll too. Me we'll too. All right. Hurry. Wait, go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, oh, that that thing that of SpongeBob that is two years later, you know? Yeah, I don't have it. No! Oh, <laughs> A few moments later. <laughs> I tried and I tried.